I have such worlds to show you. Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Wendy Bowlesby and Melissa Kirscher. Listeners to another episode of wait, what was it again? Oh yeah, Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I'm one of your hosts, Wendy, and if I'm here, that must mean that that one's not far away. That would be Melissa, but I Yay. am very far away. Pew 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 pew. I mean, I mean technically like a thousand but... miles. Melissa, but, you, you know... will never be far from my heart. Aww, I love you too, Wendy. <laughs> And I feel like that's like the most Bollywood thing that could ever be said. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so uh, speaking of uh, this week, listeners, we're going to talk about not a new movie, but oh, man, a movie you need to see. We're talking oh, my God. Of, we're talking about a Bollywood movie. Um, so we're talking about War, which is the cinematic prequel to Pathan. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I got that right. Cool, cool. Yeah. Go yeah. me. So basically, there's four Bollywood movies that are in a shared cinematic universe that was kind of retroactively decided <laughs> that they were shared <laughs> in a shared universe. So Pathan, we had talked about earlier in the year because it hit theaters in February. And and both of us saw it in the theaters and we oh, said, yeah. oh, my God, we have to see the others because this shit is bananas. And so uh, this movie, War, which came out in what, 2019, 2018? I feel Somewhere like it was 2019. Yeah, it was just pre-pandemic. And it was going to be our final movie of our Xanacina holiday a few weeks ago, but we ran out of time. So we decided to just have a whole episode talking about this bananas movie. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because my God, dear <laughs> listeners, we spent part of our uh, wonderful Memorial Day weekend watching mm -hmm. this amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it brought joy. It brought so much joy. Okay, so um, anybody who knows me and has listened to me talk about Bollywood at all knows that like my top two are Shah Rukh Khan, who was mm -hmm. in Pathan, and the other mm -hmm. one being Hrithik Rishan, and he's in war, and oh, damn, son. Right. Because oh, he's getting a little bit of gray. He's getting a little, mm, just like Shah Rukh Khan, they are aging like mm -hmm. the, oh, like the most delicious of fine wines, which might be a little weird to use an alcohol metaphor for people who probably don't drink alcohol. It's unclear. Uh, yeah, they're, they're that cut. They're probably not drinking much. Well, there's, <laughs> well, there's that too. I was just thinking like, I don't know if, they pra if they're practicing Hindu because Hindus typically don't drink alcohol well it depends i mean it depends. It, like, i mean muslim definitely don't drink but yeah um but, yeah. yeah so it's i never 
Like, I just sort of don't assume anybody in that part of the world, like, I don't know what your drinking and food uh, preferences are until you tell me directly. Um, Right. Yeah, that's all. Uh, By the way, Melissa, we were driving out um, to go visit a campsite. Uh, Chris's parents were in town. There's a Hindu temple out there, and it's amazing in East Austin. Ooh, cool. It's gorgeous. Chris was like, do you want to stop by? And I was like, "Mm, it's Sunday, and I'm not sure... I, I don't want to intrude inadvertently. Mm-hmm. Let's do a little bit of reconnaissance before we just wander in. That might be rude. Right. Um, let's just not be white people about that. Um, so I anyway. Mean, did I ever tell you about the time I just kind of marched into a Hare Krishna compound? <laughs> I fucking love you. <laughs> That's a long story, though. Please proceed. <laughs> anyway, and I was kind of done. So I mean, you could just lean right in. No, no, I'll save that for another day. (laughs) Okay, or we can talk about the movie. Um, Yeah, we should talk about the movie, because this is not the Melissa's Crazy Adventures Stories podcast, which, to be fair, probably should exist. I mean, why not both? Let's, uh... Why not both? (laughs) I feel like it kind of is, Melissa. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, we're we're talking about war. This is what we said we're going to do. So wait, what are the other movies, Melissa? Uh, I believe, okay, so there's Patan, which is the most recent one, War, and then the other two, I believe, are Tiger and Tiger 2 or something like that. I know one of them's named Tiger. Okay. Okay, Tiger. Witty clackety-clack is going to go find out. Yeah. So anyway, dear listeners, um... Yeah, 2019 war. We've got Hrithik Rashan and um, a gentleman whose name, whose first name is Tiger. I forget his last name, but uh, the two of them have Tiger Shra. So Tiger Shra and Hrithik Rashan wanted to work together. And so this is war is their spy universe team up. And so Hrithik as uh, Wendy has been describing has been aging finely because he has been a star for many, many, many years in Bollywood. And Tiger is one of the new kids. And uh, they're both absolutely beautiful. And they spend approximately 90% of this movie staring lovingly <laughs> at each other. Just it so is, much intense staring. It is smoldering. I, it's incredible. I mean, this is like Top Gun levels of man love going on. It's it's really extraordinary. And um, it's beautifully shot with beautiful people in it. And it is... I, I find... I. I will find the plot hard to describe, especially since it's kind of a twisty, turny sort of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's always like a, wait, let's go back and show you what was really going on in that scene. Uh-huh. See? Ha-ha. Yeah, there's like 30-minute flashbacks. Uh, and you never really know who's on whose side. You know, who can trust who? And are they a team? Are they not a team? Yeah, there's some push and pull between the two lead guys. And so they're they're basically together on this super elite spy team and uh, going after these, uh, I don't know, what are the, terrorists, I guess, is the most generic yeah. term we could apply. And... Uh, 
you know, traipse across the world, just like a James Bond movie. They're filming in like Lisbon and uh, God, they were like Finland and Sweden and like and suddenly the Arctic Circle, supposedly Arctic Circle in a in a uh, yeah, supposedly in an icebreaker ship. They are uh, in space. Spain, I th- I think it was Spain, Monaco. Anyway, they're they're hopping all around the world. Uh, like there's one shot alone that takes place in front of the Sydney Opera House for no apparent reason whatsoever, and uh, <laughs> the the levels of action are absolutely fucking bananas. This is like late era, uh, Fast and Furious movie, bananas oh, yeah. action, like. One of these scenes takes place on an icebreaker ship, and for some reason, the icebreaker ship has two sports cars on it, because that happens. So they can immediately jump into the cars and have a ch- have a car chase across the ice, Melissa. I know, I know. I, I mean, like literally, this happened in what was it, Fate of the Furious, with the yes. submarine and the sports cars. Because, but I mean, <laughs> yes, Wendy. Oh my God. I love I, this movie so much. <laughs> there is so there's this thing I've been watching um American Horror Story with our friend Claire Alexander. Mm-hmm. And uh Claire got me to watch it because she said like each season they pick a a trope and idea or something like that and they do and they just they have a whiteboard where they come up with all of the clichés around that. Mhm. And then they do not edit. and so whenever we're in the middle of a season of american horror story and it's just like wait what she's like wendy the whiteboard of course of course this is what's (laughs) happening and i'm like you're right this is for me this war has the action movie whiteboard where there were there were things that had to be ticked off we have to uh, somehow get inside an airplane in the middle of the air. We uh-huh. have to have that airplane de you know de uh, pressurize suddenly, and everybody deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it continues to depressurize for quite a while. I don't know what that was about. Um, it's fine. Physics working. Fine. Physics work exactly like that. I am sure. It, <laughs> um, we had to have a car chase, um, even better if it's across the ice, that then suddenly there are trees. I'm not sure that's mm-hmm. how the Arctic Circle works, but we're going to go it, with it. It's not. I've seen it. <laughs> right. It was just like, I don't, where are, how far did they drive is what I believe I typed into the chat. How far was, did they drive? It was frozen expanses of ice and then suddenly they're in like northern Minnesota. So, yes, you know, it, it the, they don't have that transition area of tundra. It's like complete biome shift. You know, suddenly you're a thousand miles south. <laughs> We're just there's a shore and there are trees. And by the way, yeah. this ice, which is supposed to be ocean or some sort of water ice, right? Uh, is they have absolutely an icebreaker. It, yeah, it's absolutely smooth. And I know that that's not how that works. I've been to Duluth in the winter. Thank you very much. Um, but I love like it starts. Well, first it starts with your classic assassination scene that goes horribly wrong. And you're like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Mm-hmm. But then we have an action scene with the new guy. And I mean, he was doing a good job. And I'm sure he's very nice, but he's no Shah Rukh Khan. And um and I just was, I mean, 
I was just, was, I can't vibe him. I'm sorry. I can't vibe him. He's very pretty, but he just doesn't have the dimples. I'm sorry. He doesn't. He doesn't have he the doesn't dimples have or the twinkle. Sh- <gasps> My dear Wendy, only Shah Rukh Khan can be Shah Rukh Khan. I know, but holding Rittick, anybody else. <laughs> let me put it to you this way. Rithik has the twinkle as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Shah Rukh has the twinkle. They have the ability to look into the camera and make you go, okay. And this guy, he's good, I'm sure. And I, he's, I know, but, and I liked him okay. This role didn't do him any favors. He was too busy mm-hmm. being patriotic and serious, maybe. I don't know. Um, but he, he, needed, he needed a twinkle moment to fully grab me, is what I'm saying. Um, but, uh, but the... <laughs> The scene, he's doing this fight scene where, you know, you break into a room and you have to fight 12 guys at once. And my mm-hmm. new favorite thing in hand to hand is where somebody just grabs a chair and flings it at somebody. I don't know what fight choreographer came up with this, but I love it. It just I'm looks, pretty sure. Well, probably the Russos. No, no, no. It way predates the Russos. We're talking early Jackie Chan here. Really? So, okay. I mean, Oh, well, God. then it's made a, a comeback. Jack, to Jackie Chan, everything is a weapon, Wendy. That's true. That's Step true. ladders, true. buckets, anything that is within reach is a weapon. And a lot of that uh, uh, choreography was done by Sammo Hung. So good, well, good, but, for, I mean, good for them. And they did a great job. And um, maybe it's just now that it's getting or it's coming back around into Hollywood mainstream movies. But... Mm-hmm. There's just something about picking up a chair and just flinging it at people that mm-hmm. I love so much. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's effective, but it sure looks great because it just what it looks like is somebody going, God damn it. Fuck you. Just ugh, you're the worst. Take a chair. And instead of like, I don't have enough respect for you to engage in punching you. I just am going to make you deal with this chair right now. Mm-hmm. I it's so dismissive. I think that's why I like it. I mean, yeah, I think I'm fighting scene, you, but also take this fucking chair. I think somebody's shoes got thrown during that scene as well. <laughs> yes. That, a lot of things were thrown during that scene. There was a lot of throwing. <laughs> there was a lot of throwing. And then it went into the montage two months ago. But it was Chris asked because Chris was like, how was the movie? And I said, and he's like, was there a flashback? And I'm like, yes, there was, but it was only 45 minutes. And he went, wait, what? And I said, it's okay. There was a second flashback that was also about 45 minutes. So we did get the full flashback allotment. Yes. (laughs) Because that's my favorite thing in these movies is the flashback that's so long, you forget you're in the past. (laughs) And then they come back to the present. You're like, oh shit, I completely forgot about this timeline. That's right. So, I mean, describing the plot in any more detail isn't really necessary. Uh, Dear listeners, I do recommend you go out and uh, find War, which uh, I believe is on Amazon as well as iTunes. Yeah, so you can easily rent it for a few dollars and have like, what was that, two and a half, three hours of absolutely bananas action. It was three hours. It was $4 to rent, but only 10 to buy. Oh, and you bought it, didn't you? Oh, we bought it. <laughs> also, there are dance sequences. Wendy, you haven't even talked about dance of sequences. Of course yet. there's a dance sequence, and not just a dance sequence. It was at um, 
It was set. It was during Holy. Holy, which is when they have all the colorful um, powders being tossed around, Mm -hmm. and they're all in white. And um, it was super gay. Is what I'm trying to say. It was so rainbow and gorgeous, and the two of the two very gorgeous men dancing with each other with a lot of intense staring. Mm-hmm. It was really satisfying to watch. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, I What I did say, because we were chatting on Discord while watching, and I said, this script equals the broadest of strokes and the shortest of hands. It's like, true. Like, okay, do you get where we're going? Cool. Action sequence. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you understand what's happening? Action sequence. Okay, um, three minutes pure pure dialogue giving you plot points right Mm -hmm. that's it that's all that's happening this dialogue serves no other purpose than to be like this guy who is a terrorist and we know it because of this and i've been chasing him for two years cool action sequence (laughs) it was so great and if you stick with it long enough there is at least one scene where the shirt just kind of gets dissolved off of one of the pretty man's bodies. It just gets shredded off and uh, in the most spectacular way. And so, you know, there's, there's a little something for everybody. I mean, there's, there's also a, a, uh, a pretty lady as of course there needs to be as it's Mm -hmm. Hollywood. And um, uh, it's a little something for everyone. I recommend it. It's good. It's good. I'm sorry. I'm going through our our chat and the the plain one. I'm like, wait, there's one. And then like, oh, there's another one. And then I'm like, door number three. (laughs) Because it just kept ramping up. You were like, and you were calling out all of the references like, oh, here's uh, Air Force. Here's Air Force One. Air Force One. Here's the Fast and Furious movies. (laughs) Yeah. Including... Cars don't fly, Brian. Cars don't fly, Brian. <laughs> but oh, oh, I guess they do these days. <laughs> that that was the that by the way was your winning moment in the chat. <laughs> by the way, cars don't fly, Brian. <laughs> yes, I I was okay. cackling on my couch. <laughs> um, it was really fun watching it with you, even though we are very distant from each other. The internet brings us together. Um, there's also the moment where you can clearly hear the actor say, holy shit, but the <laughs> subtitle is, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's what they said. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, good yeah, times. Yeah. yeah. yeah super so, fun. Um, anyway, yes. War. I, War. I am. It looks like the Tiger movie is a lot older, like 2012. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. I don't know if I want to go that far back. Because it, I mean, it's got Salman Khan. I don't dislike him. It might be good. It does. I've heard they're fun too, but as as of the four, uh, what I've heard is that War and Pathan are the two most fun. Well, yeah, because so. those two both were just the minute it starts, gas pedal is all the way to the floor and they just burn the engine out. They're like, I don't care. I don't yeah, care. It, it's like it starts out slow and then like five seconds later. Oh, we're in it now. <laughs> so did we have anything else that would bring joy to our users this week? Our users, our users, our <laughs> listeners. Let's try that again. 
so dear Wendy. Dear Wendy. <laughs> dearest Wendy. And dear listeners, do we have other things of joy to bring to our dearest listeners? <laughs> we do love you. I, I assure you. I, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's, 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 it's Memorial Day. I'm just, I slept until two. <laughs> Bravo. Um, Thank yeah, you. I have something that brought me joy. Um, oh, good. So there is, and I know these are in different cities, that we have one here in Austin, Wonder Spaces. And oh, yeah. um, we went for the second time this weekend. The first time Chris took me to celebrate our anniversary. And this was back in like November, November, December. But we went this time as a whole family and they've switched out some of the um, art installations, which that's the point, right? It's it's basically an interactive art museum where they're constantly changing things out. Melissa, you would love some of these. They have... Um, <laughs> They have this one where it's three robots who draw a person who is sitting on a chair or standing or wherever in front of them. And it takes them about 20 minutes. And it's so fun to watch how the robots attack the drawing because it is not how it's like it is not how a human would do it. And it's so fun to watch the drawings emerge, Um, although I couldn't stand still for 20 minutes. So. Um, But they've got like this little camera that keeps pivoting down to look at the paper and then pivoting up to look at the person. And and they look so it looks like artists, right? Because that's what artists are doing all the time, right? Like, wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, okay, now I need to draw this. Um, There's a beautiful um, installation that's like hundreds of strands of segmented lights hanging down and they're synchronized to some ambient music and it's a lot like rainfall and like it's all these colors so and you can walk into the strands and like be surrounded by them that's super cool but my favorite is this wall um and I told you a little bit about it while we were recording uh while we were uh watching war on Mm -hmm. Saturday night but this wall and it's called last words and the premise it's because it's again fully interactive it's this wall with little slips of paper and if it's if the edge that you can see is white it's blank and you can grab it and you can write your own or if it's red it means it's somebody else's and you can grab it and you can read it and the artist is like this is for those last words the perfect comeback or the um the the, the last thing you wanted to say in an argument or the thing you never got to say to somebody before you never saw them again or, you know, whatever. Um, and of course, the vast majority of them are pedestrian. I'll be blunt, like <laughs> a little bit like, yeah. um, don't forget to love yourself. And I love my children and those sorts of things like bless y'all. Um, but also this is completely anonymous. Why don't you go for it? <laughs> So I found this one that was the best of the lot that just said, I'm sorry I ate the cheeseburger after the party that one time. I know you're still sad about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, ah, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Wonder Spaces, it brought us much joy. And if you have access to something like that where you are listeners, definitely seek it out. Um, it, it was an hour well spent just 
playing in somebody else's brain, in several people's brains for a little bit. It was really lovely. What about you, Melissa? Last week, I was just kind of in a one of those moods. And whenever I get one of those moods, it's like, oh, you know, what would cheer me up? Kind of. But also, you know, kind of, not like, OK, let me start again. <laughs> I'm just I was just in one of those moods. Right. And so I decided, look, it's a beautiful day. I don't have anything in particular to do. I'm going to go to the Humane Society and visit the animals. And not because I necessarily want to bring one home because God knows I have enough. But Melissa, did you come home with another dog? No, I did not. Okay, good job. <laughs> go you. I am, I am at my legal limit. So, uh, but it is nice to go and visit the cats and dogs because, uh, you know, even if you're not in a space to bring one home, because the cats and dogs do like, you know, the really social ones really thrive off of getting visitors. And so, you know, you go through and the ones that want to visit with you definitely want to visit with you. And so, you know, I went down the line and, you know, scratched all the heads of the little really friendly pit bulls. And there was an eight-year-old Shaperky who clearly had the look in her eye of, I don't know why I'm here. Oh, Where are my people gone? Oh. But she was right up front and she was taking, you know, taking pets and so it was very nice to just go and visit and you know bring some joy to them oh yeah oh melissa yeah that's so nice <sighs> well i mean so anyway yeah yeah well, now i'm now i'm all like blissed out just thinking about puppies <laughs> Puppies and kitties. And uh, if you're in Minneapolis and you're looking for guinea pigs, uh, the uh, Humane Society in Golden Valley has several sweet guinea pigs that Aww. would like a home. Mm, right? I'm nowhere near there, so I'm safe. <laughs> and and also, I have a cat and a dog, and that is enough. That's plenty. That is, is very much plenty. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so listeners, thank you for joining us this week as we talked about war. Uh, not, not the concept, not the plague of human existence. No, the Bollywood film from 2019 starring Rithik Krishan in an action thriller, uh, spy heist sort of film, ticking every box, every box they can think of to find. <laughs> <laughs> they went looking under some furniture and went, whoop, I found another box to tick. Um, and then they threw a chair. And then they threw a chair at it. They're like, whoop, there's a box. <laughs> throw a quick throw chair at it. Or a shoe. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just hit yeah. it with something. Um, or, or he could do yet another roundhouse spinny kick. Because he was doing a lot of those and they did look great. Or they could aim two motorcycles at each other and then they... They clasp their arms and then they they circle around each other in like some sort of motorcycle dance move. Dear listeners, that did happen. It did I'm happen. Saying, I had almost forgotten. Because <laughs> there was so much other stuff happening. There's so much that I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that <laughs> physics-defying bit of bromance. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, we do suggest you seek it out. Uh and like we said, it is streaming on Amazon Prime, although you might have some difficulties getting the English subtitles. Um, 
part of why we bought it is I wasn't willing to futz with it. And I'm like, I'm going to want to watch it again anyway. I'll just buy yeah. it. Um, which you can definitely do that just through any any video rental service that you have. It'll, it'll pop up. Um, and of course, I wouldn't be surprised if it popped up on Netflix eventually, considering that Netflix has a really good selection of yeah, um, Indian cinema. So please seek it out, especially, I mean, if you've already watched John Wick 4 several times uh, since it came out on streaming this weekend, and you're like, oh no, whatever shall I do? I need more action in my life. May we recommend War and Pathan. <laughs> um, so fun. Like they are, <laughs> I would be very okay with an Indian, with a Bollywood equivalent of the Expendables because yeah. I feel like it would be a lot more enjoyable. It would be less toxic masculinity and more dance numbers. I mean, that's kind of what the spy universe is because they're they're picking out different action stars from Bollywood and mm-hmm. they're giving them their space in these movies. So, Yay. so it's kind of like that. And and also, you know, they're clearly referencing Fast and Furious. So, yes. which is Fast and Furious is the Expendables except it works. So, Yes, yes. I feel like it's it's kind of almost there already. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, listeners, thank you once again for listening to us talk about um, some beautiful, joyful, wonderful things that are out in the world for you. And we hope that you will join us again next week. And until then, I have been Wendy, joined as always by... Melissa! And we hope that your Pleasure Dome is the best and the brightest as we head on into summer. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us in the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Our theme song was written by Tim Wick and Jeffrey Brown and recorded and mastered by Chad Dutton. New episodes arrive every Thursday. You can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher. You can also visit us at xanaducinema.com, follow us on Twitter at Xanadu Cinema, and like us on Facebook at Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Okay. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It is. (laughs) Okay.